Hello world, this is Roger Corvale and this is For the Hope. Here we read through the Bible conversationally, talk about the truth claims of Christianity, and learn to fall more in love with Jesus and the people in his world. You ready? Let's roll. Welcome. If you wanted to sound erudite and distinguished this week, you might quote American philosopher George Santayana when he said, those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Of course, if you wanted to be a lot more hip than that this week, you could say, well, it's Groundhog Day again, and that must mean we're up here at Gobbler's Knob waiting for the forecast from the world's most famous groundhog weatherman, Punxsutawney Phil, who's just about to tell us how much more winter we can expect. <laughs> hey, Hopeful, welcome to For the Hope's Daily Audio Bible, where we lean into God's story, including the part where the podcast host says, yeah, tomorrow is Groundhog Day, and I think Groundhog Day is biblical, almost. It's almost Groundhog Day. And it's almost biblical. And I'm half serious. You cannot read the Bible from Genesis to maps without seeing the same thing over and over again. And I thought today's reading better fit the Groundhog Day theme than tomorrow. So I'm running with it. Right? What's that story? Over and over again, we're good with God. Then we do our own thing. Then we get tired of the consequences of our own junk. And then we come crawling back to God and over and over again. It's kind of like Groundhog Day, the movie just a lot more epic. Today, we're going to have a short New Testament segment where Paul reminds us that the essence of serving God is in serving others. And then we finish Jeremiah where we are reminded that there is nothing, including the largest, most powerful kingdom on the earth, that is too big to fail. And if people think that true joy comes from finding your true self or that power strength in politics solves your problem or saves the world well welcome to groundhog week romans chapter 15 now we who are strong have an obligation to bear the weaknesses of those without strength and not to please ourselves each one of us is to please his neighbor for his good to build him up for even Christ did not please himself. On the contrary, as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For whatever was written in the past was written for our instruction, so that we may have hope through endurance and through the encouragement from the Scriptures. Now may the God who gives endurance and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another according to Christ Jesus so that you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ with one mind and one voice. Therefore, welcome one another, just as Christ also welcomed you to the glory of God. For I say that Christ became a servant of the circumcised on behalf of God's truth to confirm the promises to the fathers and so that Gentiles may glorify God for His mercy. As it is written, Therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles, and I will sing praise to your name. Again it says, Rejoice, you Gentiles, with his people. And again it says, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, let all the peoples praise him. And again Isaiah says, The root of Jesse will appear, the one who rises to rule the Gentiles, the Gentiles will hope in him. 
Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you believe so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's Romans 15, 1-13. Listen to that again. Now may the God of hope, we kind of like that right here, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you believe. Why? So that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. All right, my friends. We're going to turn back to, this is Jeremiah chapter 51. You might remember that for the last bunch of days, we've been kind of in and out of Jeremiah, including out of sequence, because the content of Jeremiah isn't in chronological sequence. So, our last day in Jeremiah, part two of God's judgment on Babylon, and then I may go along just kind of reading a reflection on on the kind of theological significance of the book of Jeremiah, if you want to hang out for that. But let's just wrap up with our reading, because that's what we do first around here. Jeremiah 51. This is what the Lord says, I am about to rouse the spirit of a destroyer against Babylon and against the population of Lebkamai. I will send strangers to Babylon who will scatter her and strip her land bare, for they will come against her from every side in the day of disaster. Don't let the archer string his bow. Don't let him put on his armor. Don't spare her young men. Completely destroy her entire army. Those who were slain will fall in the land of the Chaldeans, those who were pierced through in her streets. For Israel and Judah are not left widowed by their God, the Lord of armies, though their land is full of guilt against the Holy One of Israel. Leave Babylon, save your lives, each of you. Don't perish because of her guilt, for this is the time of the Lord's vengeance. He will pay her what she deserves." Babylon was a gold cup in the Lord's hand, making the whole earth drunk. The nations drank her wine. Therefore, the nations go mad. Suddenly, Babylon fell and was shattered. Wail for her. Get balm for her wound. Perhaps she can be healed. We tried to heal Babylon, but she could not be healed. Abandon her. Let each of us go to his own land, for her judgment extends to the sky and reaches as far as the clouds. The Lord has brought about our vindication. Come, let's tell in Zion what the Lord our God has accomplished. Sharpen the arrows, fill the quiver. The Lord has roused the spirit of the kings of the Medes because his plan is aimed at Babylon to destroy her. For it is the Lord's vengeance, vengeance for his temple. Raise up a signal flag against the walls of Babylon. Fortify the watch post. Set the watchman in place. Prepare the ambush. For the Lord has both planned and accomplished what he has threatened against those who live in Babylon. You who reside by abundant water, rich in treasures, your end has come. Your life thread is cut. The Lord of armies has sworn by himself, I will fill you up with men as locusts, as with locusts, and they will sing the victory song over you. He made the earth by his power, established the world by his wisdom, and spread out the heavens by his understanding. When he thunders, the waters in the heavens are tumultuous. 
and he causes the clouds to rise from the ends of the earth. He makes lightning for the rain and brings the wind from his storehouses. Everyone is stupid and ignorant. Every goldsmith is put to shame by his carved image, for his cast images are a lie. There is no breath in them. They are worthless, a work to be mocked. At the time of their punishment, they will be destroyed. Jacob's portion, though, is not like these, because he is the one who formed all things. Israel is the tribe of his inheritance. The Lord of armies is his name. You are my war club, my weapons of war. With you I will smash nations. With you I will bring kingdoms to ruin. With you I will smash the horse and its rider. With you I will smash the chariot and its rider. With you I will smash man and woman. With you I will smash the old man and youth. With you I will smash the young man and the young woman. With you I will smash the shepherd and his flock. With you I will smash the farmer and his ox team. With you I smash governors and officials. Before your very eyes, I will repay Babylon and all the residents of Chaldea for all their evil they have done in Zion. This is the Lord's declaration. Look, I am against you, devastating mountain. This is the Lord's declaration. You devastate the whole earth. I will stretch out my hand against you, roll you down from the cliffs and turn you into a charred mountain. No one will be able to retrieve a cornerstone or a foundation stone from you because you will become desolate forever. This is the Lord's declaration. Raise a signal flag in the land. Blow a ram's horn among the nations. Set apart the nations against her. Summon kingdoms against her. Ararat, Mini, and Ashkenaz. Appoint a marshal against her. Bring up horses like a swarm of locusts. Set apart the nations for battle against her. The kings of Media, her governors, and all her officials, and all the lands they rule. The earth quakes and trembles because the Lord's intentions against Babylon stand. To make the land of Babylon a desolation without inhabitant. Babylon's warriors have stopped fighting. They sit in their strongholds. Their might is exhausted. They have become like women. Babylon's homes have been set ablaze. Her gate bars are shattered. Messenger races to meet messenger and herald to meet herald to announce to the king of Babylon that his city has been captured from end to end. The fords have been seized. The marshes set on fire. And the fighting men are terrified. For this is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says. Daughter Babylon is like a threshing floor at the time it is trampled. In just a little while her harvest time will come. King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon has devoured me. He has crushed me. He has set me aside like an empty dish. He has swallowed me like a sea monster. He has filled his belly with my delicacies. He has vomited me out. Let the violence done to me and my family be done to Babylon, says the inhabitant of Zion. Let my blood be on the inhabitants of Chaldea, says Jerusalem. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. I am about to champion your cause and take vengeance on your behalf. I will dry up her sea and make her fountain run dry. Babylon will become a heap of rubble, a jackal's den, a desolation and an object of scorn without inhabitant, They will roar together like young lions. They will growl like lion cubs. While they are flushed with heat, I will serve them a feast, and I will make them drunk so that they celebrate. 
then they will fall asleep forever and never wake up. This is the Lord's declaration. I will bring them down like lambs to the slaughter, like rams together with male goats. How Shishak has been captured, the praise of the whole earth seized. What a horror Babylon has become among the nations. The sea has risen over Babylon. She is covered with its tumultuous waves. Her cities have become a desolation, an arid desert, a land where no one lives, where no human being even passes through. I will even punish Bel in Babylon. Uh, Bel was one of the gods of Babylon. I will punish Bel in Babylon. I will make him vomit what he swallowed. The nations will no longer stream to him. Even Babylon's wall will fall. Come out from among her, my people. Save your lives, each of you, from the Lord's burning anger. May you not become cowardly and fearful when the report is proclaimed in the land, for the report will come one year and then another the next year. There will be violence in the land with ruler against ruler. Therefore, look, the days are coming when I will punish Babylon's carved images. Her entire land will suffer shame, and all her slain will lie fallen within her. Heaven and earth and everything in them will shout for joy over Babylon, because the destroyers from the north will come against her. This is the Lord's declaration. Babylon must fall because of the slain of Israel, even as the slain of the whole earth fell because of Babylon. You who have escaped the sword, go, and do not be stale. Remember the Lord from far away, and let Jerusalem come to your mind. We are ashamed because we have heard insults. Humiliation covers our faces, because foreigners have entered the holy places of the Lord's temple. Therefore, look, the days are coming. This is the Lord's de declaration. When I will punish her carved images, and the wounded will groan throughout her land. Even if Babylon should ascend to the heavens and fortify her tall fortresses, destroyers will come against her from me. This is the Lord's declaration. The sound of a cry from Babylon, the sound of terrible destruction from the land of the Chaldeans. For the Lord is going to devastate Babylon. He will silence her mighty voice. Their waves roar like a huge torrent. The tumult of their voice resounds. For a destroyer is coming against her, against Babylon. Her warriors will be captured, their bows shattered. For the Lord is a God of retribution. He will certainly repay. I will make her princes and sages drunk along with her governors, officials, and warriors. Then they will fall asleep forever and never wake up. This is the king's declaration. The Lord of armies is his name. This is what the Lord of armies says. Babylon's thick walls will be totally demolished and her high gates set ablaze. The peoples will have labored for nothing. The nations will weary themselves only to feed on fire. This is what the prophet Jeremiah commanded Sariah son of Neriah son of Messiah, the quartermaster, when he went to Babylon with King Zedekiah of Judah in the fourth year of Zedekiah's reign. Jeremiah wrote on one scroll about all the disaster that would come to Babylon. All these words were written against Babylon. Jeremiah told Sariah, When you get to Babylon, see that you read all these words aloud. Say, Lord, you have threatened to cut off this place so that no one will live in it, people or animals. 
Indeed, it will remain desolate forever. When you have finished reading this scroll, tie a stone to it and throw it into the middle of the Euphrates River. Then say, In the same way, Babylon will sink and never rise again because of the disaster I am bringing on her. They will grow weary. The words of Jeremiah end here. And thus, my friends, ends a very long book of the Bible. There's so much good stuff in Jeremiah, and yet sometimes, I'll be honest, I get weary of reading it because we go for days of that kind of stuff. And I don't understand it all. I could take time to read commentaries and, you know, I don't get to do this full time, so I don't. But I trust something that I tell you often. God will honor us when we sit at his feet and listen. It wasn't written to us, but it was preserved for us. The Holman Bible Handbook, which I think is a great little resource, uh, David Dockery, editor, makes a theological reflection about the book of Jeremiah. And I'm going to kind of shorten it up a, a little bit, but I think, it's, I think it's really useful to just reflect on why would we even read this? What What's the importance of this? More importantly, if theos logos, God logic, God word, is what theology is about. We're all theologians. The question is just whether we're good ones or bad ones. So Dockery writes, Jeremiah shows prophecy in full flesh and blood. He wanted to identify with his people and live a normal life. Instead, he had to preach against his people and confront other prophets and then ask God, why? Through the prophet's humanity, God spoke to Judah and the nations during Israel's greatest crisis. God showed that obedience, justice, and piety pleased him and ensured the nation's future. And theological and worship tradition ensured nothing. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit, because then he points out this. Jeremiah affirmed that God's ultimate plan was to bless his people. And yes, there is a human response involved, right? Persistent rebellion can bring punishment when God had promised blessing, and repentance can avert disaster when God had promised judgment. But Interestingly, Jeremiah affirms the faithfulness of God's people or the faithlessness of God's people and their need for the same thing you and I need, which is to, for God to intervene to save. And in, in a way that's as clear or more clear than most of the Old Testament, Jeremiah anticipates a time when God would write a new covenant on his people's hearts, when God would be known in intimate worship and fellowship, when God would no longer remember our sins. And Jeremiah's hopes find fulfillment in the new relationship with God made possible through, yeah, the one and only God-man worthy of our worship. And maybe... Therein lies the whole lesson. That just like the nation of Israel, he knew my love would waver and falter sometimes. 
and sent Jesus to intervene on my behalf. How beautiful is that? Amen? Amen.